It is the Everything is Marketing podcast. My name is Eric Hulkren. Uh, it is Tuesday, Monday. Those vacation days really kind of throw you off. I hope you had a great Labor Day. We are ready to get this going. Uh, I came home late tonight or later than normal and checked my mail, which is what we're talking about in a minute. It's the Everything is Marketing podcast. Marketers ruin everything. Welcome to the Everything is Marketing podcast. What I don't want to do is to pretend this is show number one. What would the hero of your life's movie do right now? Do that. Do those things. It is the Everything is Marketing podcast. My name is Eric Hulkerin. As I said, came home today, and in the mail, I got a letter from Fast Company, which is my favorite magazine. I've been with Fast Company since Seth Godin was writing for them, so that should tell you about how long I've been a subscriber. And so in recent years, they've been giving you this two-for-one gift renewal thing, so you can pass the um, subscription along to somebody who may not be exposed to Fast Company, and then by proxy, hopefully, they will pick up a subscription and then pass it along to somebody else, right? Except for today, I came in and the letter from Fast Company says, my friend Jason is counting on me again. It says his name in the top window and then my address. Uh, you'll see it in the podcast on Podbean if you want to check it out or on my Facebook page. But it says, Jason is counting on you again. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, the subscription is like $10. And Jason already got a free subscription last year. So... A, why would I give it to Jason when it's like, dude, you should pay $10 for your magazine subscription. I don't need to give you a free one. You're an adult. Go make that happen. Two, from a marketing perspective, I'm thinking to myself, okay, um, shouldn't the letter actually be to Jason and say something along the lines of, I don't know, hey, you got it for free last year. How about you pony up 10 bucks and give it to somebody else who has never been exposed to us again? Because that's sort of how I feel the virality of this magazine subscription should be working, is that each year that new person that ends up in your ecosystem, your CRM data, right, you get a new customer and you put them in the system and you send them a letter saying, hey, you got a full year of Fast Company for free. Here's your chance now to upgrade your subscription and then uh, send it along to somebody who has never been exposed to the magazine. Not, hey, guy who's been with us for 20-some-odd years, we're wondering if you could give your friend another free subscription. How does that sound? That sound awesome? That sounds awesome. And like I said... I love this magazine to death. I love, love, love Fast Company. Um, their marketing, though, leaves a lot to be desired because what this does is what a lot of companies do, which is put undue stress on their premier customer. So the guy that's been with them the longest gets dinged the most, right? I'm the one who's supposed to pay for the subscription so that Jason can again read it for a full year for free. And I'm not picking on Jason. I'm just, that's what the letter says, that he's counting on me. And as far as I know, still has a job and could easily afford $10 if he just didn't buy a single cup of coffee in the city of Chicago, Illinois. Again, you're putting this pressure on these customers. And if you've subscribed to, I don't know, a cable or dish provider, you know exactly what I'm talking about, right? Like every time you turn around this time of year, football starts. And so you're going to see all of these ads where it's like, hey, if you've never used blah, blah, blah service, if you sign up now, it's 99 cents for the first 20 years. And then after that, we jack it back up to the $200 rate that you get. Oh, but all of you customers that have been with us forever, yeah, forget you. You can still pay the $200. It's these new people that we're going after. And that's the dance that brands have to do, right? Is they've got to figure out a way to keep the base happy, you're going to hear about the base as we head into election season, but it works the same with subscription models. You've got to keep the base happy and then grow the base. 
and you have to incentivize people who may or may not ever want to consume your product, especially if you're a magazine or a newspaper or a, you know some sort of a cable provider or a dish provider, right? You've got the entire millennial sector and the generation below them that has little or no interest in a subscription model of any sort for that sort of medium, and you've got to get them into the ecosystem. So what's the best way to do it? is price because they already don't see a value in the content because they can get it anywhere. You know, specifically with cable or dish, you're seeing cord cutters everywhere with HBO Now or Apple TV or Roku or Netflix or Hulu Plus or Sling or whatever it is that you're using. It's making it more and more difficult to have that conversation about what your service provides if you're a dish or a cable company and why I should give you a monthly subscription that's that expensive or perceived to be that expensive. Same thing here, right? If Jason doesn't want to buy a subscription, well, why would he if every year Eric's going to get the bill and take care of it for him because Jason is counting on me again? All of that lands in my lap and very little of it lands in his lap. Now, I called him before I did this podcast because I just thought it was too funny not to call him. And you know what he said? This is the really this to me is the lesson here. He said, "Oh man, I I already renewed that because that first year was awesome. I love that magazine." So he already did what they wanted him to do, and they wanted me to give him a second subscription instead of, you know, asking me to go find another person and ask him to go find another person. And what I'm finding with Fast Company specifically is that if people have not had access to Fast Company or subscribed to Fast Company, if you do this, Without fail, the 10, I think 10 times I've done this, the 10 people I've given it to are subscribers and have been continued subscribers going forward because, well, number one, as we always say, friends trust friends. So I know what sort of people will want to read this that are in my ecosystem that don't have it. And two, it's hard with all of the stuff being dumped on your head to know where to find all the content and get subscribed to it. So when you get exposed to something that you like a lot, chances are you're going to subscribe to it so you don't have to worry about finding it or worry about me reading a letter in my mailbox and going, oh, Jason is counting on me. Better jump on that, right? This is the dance. This is what we're doing, specifically when we're talking about subscription branding, is you've got to figure out the way to get new people into your ecosystem as well as keep your base happy. And I think things like this don't do it. They just don't do it very well because you're you're asking me and probably thousands of other people who have been with you forever to foot the bill for people who just jumped on last year and still haven't paid a nickel to be a part of the ecosystem. Not fair, right? And especially if you you know you know that person and you know that you gave it to them last year. This is the thing is I obviously know that I signed Jason up last year and know that he should probably pay for his own subscription. And the millions of other people that got this direct mail piece today are thinking the same thing. And so I again, I'm not really so sure what the answer is specifically with TV. TV is the really difficult one. This one seems simple, stupidly simple, which is why it pisses me off so much because you know that what you should be doing here. Jason should get this letter saying, you know, some, there's so much data out there. They would know somebody that Jason's connected to that isn't a subscriber. It's just, there's so much data out there, folks, that it's just silly that this is a thing that's happening right now. So Jason should get this letter, which is why I'm so irritated about it. But if you look at the TV models, I'm not really sure what they do unless they're willing to break it because year in and year out, season in and season out, you'll see it usually two or three times a year, specifically right now as we head into football season. This is when you're going to get all of the deals on all of the providers getting people in for football season because that's where the difficulty is. That's where all of us who want to cut the cord are having a problem cutting the cord because live sports is a big, big problem. If you go to Sling, you get ESPN, but you don't get Fox Sports because Fox Sports has about 1,900 
channels on providers that they want to get paid on. And they've got to figure out a way to make that scale work in reverse when people just want to pick and choose the things that they want to consume. And so as you head into NFL season and you can't, as far as I know, and if I'm wrong, uh, please let me know because I would love to do this. But as far as I know, you can't get Sunday Ticket as a standalone app which to me is ridiculously silly, just ridiculous, because I think there's millions of people out there that would be willing to spend the 200 or $300 for the season if they weren't incurring another bill. And if you think that price point is ridiculous, think about what your cable or satellite bill is. If it's around 100 bucks, it's three months of content. And if you're somebody that consumes a lot of football, that's probably likely worth it for you. And if you're somebody who, I don't know, has five people come over every week to watch whatever team that you like, that math works itself out easily. But but these things in the sports realm are what's holding this cord cutting back, in my opinion, is that they're holding the consumer essentially hostage till they figure out how to make the money. And, and again, that's their right to do it. But that's the sticking point. And that's why every season you're going to see all of these deals as they're able to get people to jump into the ecosystem. I was just talking to a friend yesterday who hasn't had cable for, I don't know, six, seven months, whatever the Super Bowl is over. So February. Um and they're getting it back because football season starts this weekend. And then they're going to cut it again because that's the only reason, that's the only value they see in jumping back in. And when you're talking about subscription with television, this sports thing is what needs to be figured out. And if somebody is listening to this or somebody gets past this along from somebody else and is listening to this, that's the million-dollar idea. If you can figure out a way for those parties, um, ABC and Fox and the NFL, to get the money that they feel that they're deserved – and you can get all of us on some sort of cord-cutting thing, that's where all the money is right now. Because that's what most people are waiting for, is the ability to watch live events on TV without a subscription. And by TV, I just mean the box in their room that's bigger than their phone. And maybe they want to watch it on their phone. Maybe they want to watch it everywhere. That's where the sweet spot is right now, is figuring out a way to build your base but keep the base happy, right? Put more people in the ecosystem, but keep that base happy. And right now, if you're a consumer of any sort of television subscribing deal that isn't Netflix, Hulu, Apple TV, Roku, Sling, that sort of thing, you're likely not on the bandwagon of really enjoying your service as much as you probably would like to and probably would like it more if all of them had the ability to pick and choose. I think everybody would opt into that. But sports is where that sticking point is, and somebody needs to answer that in order for that to fix itself. Because that's, again, that to me feels like the tipping point. As soon as, as, soon as somebody figures out NFL, if it's Sunday Ticket, if it's a standalone app, if it's a monthly service like HBO Now, that's where all of this, all the dominoes are going to fall and you're going to get the, the TV consumption model that you want in the way that you want it. And one more thing before I bounce for a Tuesday, uh, I want to shout out to a brand new podcast called Unraveled Ideas. Uh, you can get it on Podbean and I believe on iTunes. My buddy Patrick Bowen is doing it uh, and he's got the, his first episode went up yesterday and I'm always in support of people doing new exciting things. So Unraveled Ideas via Podbean and or iTunes. Have a wonderful Tuesday. We'll talk tomorrow. It's the Everything is Marketing podcast.